0: today's episode is brought to you by bet online bet online has you covered this season with more props odds and lines than ever before bet online where the game starts remember how i said the devils will have new life after all-star weekend boy was i wrong and also jack hughes has been placed onto the COVID protocol can the devils please catch a break why do the hockey guys hate us what did we ever do to them we have a lot to discuss in this episode buckle up you're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked On Devils with Trey Matthews. Elias scores! Oh, Steven stepped up, nailed it. has got the puck. What a shot! All righty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Lockdown Devils podcast on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, Kyle Hockey play-by-play announcer, and also Devils writer for Pucks and Pitchforks, Trey Matthews, and I know you're frustrated. I'm sure as hell frustrated, but for the seventh time in a row, the New Jersey Devils have lost. We don't even have an OT loss. We have no points in our last seven outings. Look, I get it. There's some unfortunate circumstances happening in the New Jersey Devils organization. Last week, I talked about how Lindy Ruff was away from the team for a couple of games because he unfortunately lost his father. Talked about Mackenzie Blackwood's injury. Jack Hughes went onto the COVID protocol, and I said, knock on wood, I believe like a month or so ago, I said I would not be surprised if Jack Hughes goes onto the COVID protocol sometime soon because we've already seen Jesper Bratt go on. To it. We've seen Sharon Govich. We've seen Zaka. We've seen so many Devils players go on to the COVID protocol list. Dougie Hamilton is still out. He did not travel with the team. And um, I, I don't know where to begin, guys. But uh, I, I guess let's just start with the good, shall we? Because, look, the, the good didn't happen in the game, but the good happened before the game. So, Remember, I said All Star Weekend was a time for the New Jersey Devils to just replenish, refuel, and rehydrate and just have this mental cleanser. Because if you guys remember during the extended Christmas break, the Devils were able to go on a three game win streak once they came back from it. And I just said that was crucial for them because they just needed to hit the reset button, the pause button, whatever button they needed to press so that way they could snap their six game losing streak at the time. And I said maybe All Star Weekend is that time for them to just hit that pause button. And boy, was I wrong? Because the Devils against the Ottawa Senators lost 4-1. to Look, I don't have high hopes for the New Jersey Devils. In fact, I tweeted out saying, like, you know... For all the unfortunate circumstances to happen to the Devils, now is the time to do it because we have the Ottawa Senators and we have the Montreal Canadiens next. So I was just like, look, I'm not going to say gimme wins. I- I'm done saying gimme wins because at this point, no win is a guaranteed win for the Devils. But I said these are winnable games, which I think we can all agree on. So games like this, the New Jersey Devils should not be losing that badly too. And it's just frustrating because we've lost two bad games in a row to the Toronto Maple Leafs. We're on a seven-game losing streak. But I, I-, I guess to start off let's just start off with uh recapping jack hughes shall we so jack hughes participated in the breakaway challenge he had uh, a very funny routine in which he was able to recreate the breakaway that he did against the chicago blackhawks earlier this year only the twist was that he was able to get like some sort of houdini magic box and then he uh turned himself into a kid kind of obviously you know it's just like a a body double but still the kid was able to get the breakaway through his stick into the stand similar to what jack hughes did against the Chicago Blackhawks I felt as though Jack Hughes got robbed and we'll talk about that later in a full-fledged episode also Jack Hughes was able to rack up a couple goals in the all-star game and the Metropolitan Division came out victorious so I was like okay this is good for the New Jersey Devils this is good representation for Jack Hughes I remember saying in previous episodes I said Jack Hughes going to the all-star game means a lot for the more recent first overall picks including his teammate Nico Heizer even though Nico Heizer was an all-star back in 2020 I feel as though uh taking uh, a couple steps back, but most of it is due to injury. But at the same time, you know, you look at someone like um, Deline or Lafreniere, they haven't really made their imprints in the NHL world quite yet. However, seeing someone like Jack Hughes, Uh, start off slow but become an all-star maybe that could be a confidence booster for them because you can always be a late bloomer in the NHL but nonetheless I'm glad that Jack Hughes was able to represent the New Jersey Dells in the all-star game I'm glad that the Metropolitan Division came out victorious won the whole thing and also Jack Hughes doing uh, the breakaway challenge like I said that's sort of like the NHL slam dunk challenge it was a lot of fun to see and quite honestly I'm very proud of Jack Hughes even though he didn't win like I said I felt like he got robbed but that's a discussion for another time but speaking of Jack Hughes I don't know how many of you have seen the movie deadpool but there was a quote in the first film in which he said that life is nothing but a series of train wrecks with just small pauses of commercial in between each wreck of course i'm paraphrasing but it's something similar to that but anyways jack hughes was placed onto the COVID protocol so it's just like we went from an all-time high like you know jack hughes being named an all-star representing the devil's well in the breakaway challenge actually doing fairly well people felt as though he got robbed and then he's actually participating in the in the all-star game representing the devils in the metropolitan division well was able to rack up a couple goals and the metropolitan division was able to win the whole damn thing but then again um, like i said when something is too good to be true usually it is because like i just said moments ago jack hughes was placed onto the COVID protocol list. Now, this is interesting, guys, because I remember discussing about this a couple weeks ago in which the NHL said they were changing up their COVID procedures post-All-Star game. So I think uh, from here on out, we're going to see less players like Jack Hughes, people who are All-Stars, people who are asymptomatic, uh, basically being put onto the COVID protocol list. But I want to have this discussion because it it is an interesting topic point. So anyway, um, Jack Hughes, like I said, onto the COVID protocol list. But here's the thing. According to Robert Inca Jr., he's a writer for North. North Jersey. He's appeared on this show before. He said reports are that Jack Hughes returned from All-Star Weekend in Vegas and skated briefly with the team at practice today before being pulled and placed into COVID protocol. The question remains, why would the New Jersey Devils allow Hughes to practice at all until the results came back? So that is uh, an interesting topic point, and we're actually going to discuss more of that momentarily. But first, it's time for the first live read this morning, and it comes from our friends at Built Bar. So this is the time of year that I've pretty much given up on all my New Year's resolutions, but not this year. I'm sticking to my resolutions to eat right, thanks to Bill Bar. It almost feels as though it's not really a resolution because I actually enjoy eating them. Have you tried the Puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out. One of uh, Bill Bar's best tasting bars, Puffs are the best ever protein infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy. they're not just a protein bar, they're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puss are a fan favorite, and with some incredible flavors, yummy cinnamon churro. Uh, coconut marshmallow banana cream pie, so good. There are so many uh, new flip flavors out there that I can't just pick one favorite, but I do love the puffs. All built bars are covered in 100% real chocolate, yes, puffs included. 100% real chocolate, low calorie, high protein. Replace your candy bars with these; they are better. A typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories. Go to builtbar.com, scroll down to the macros chart, and you'll be blown away. High protein, low calorie, high fiber, low carb. Most built bars contain 130 calories four grams of sugar four net carbs and 17 grams of protein compare that to a candy bar which like i said has around 240 calories 30 grams of sugar and dozens of net carbs mint brownie coconut coconut almond and all new flavors this month white chocolate cookies and cream they are all delicious and new flavors are coming out all the time if you think uh a flavor might be good they'll make it it will be delicious and it will be good for you at bill bar they are all about taste they make uh delicious taste first and i don't know how they do it but they always find a way so the offers go to. So build.com, use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Bilt.com. And now the second live read this morning comes from our friends at BetOnline. BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march through the playoffs right to the big game in a couple days we actually have some play, uh, people from the Locked On Podcast Network at Super Bowl right now. So betonline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. It's not just football. BetOnline has the up-to-minute info on pro and college hoops, and shell boxing, UFC, along with live real-time updates on current games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2022 season. BetOnline, where the game starts. Make sure you visit our friends at Locked On Bets for all your betting needs there as well. Please remember to gamble responsibly. So the question is, why did the devils allow jack hughes to practice when uh they knew they gave him a COVID test and it came back positive so here's the thing i think jack hughes was just asymptomatic and i uh, this is where i'm questioning the nhl and their overall COVID procedures just because i thought it was established as soon as the all-star game was over you would stop testing asymptomatic players i'm not sure if it's in effect right now i don't know if they meant like when the clock hits midnight as soon as the uh all-star game is over whatever the case might be but I really thought, like, you know, after the All-Star game, this is where we stopped testing asymptomatic players. So my only theory is that Jack Hughes was asymptomatic, wasn't really showing any symptoms, and they just allowed him to practice because they presumed it would come back negative. But I don't know what the COVID procedures is currently, but... I was told, like, at least in the United States, that they will stop testing asymptomatic players. And, you know, uh, if a player is showing some sort of symptoms, whether it's like the sniffles or a cough, whatever the case might be, then, yeah, you would test to see if they are uh, positive or negative for COVID. But at the end of the day, it's just like, um, I I don't really get it. That's my only theory. Maybe Jack Hughes was asymptomatic. He was interacting with fans, so hopefully the fans are all right, but I'm I'm sure they are. But at the end of the day, guys, like, I'm seeing some tweets saying that the All-Star Game shouldn't have happened it was a money grab for the NHL why did they pull the players out of the Olympics and they said that the NHL would see no money out of it and for anyone who tweeted that out just shut up like, seriously, d- please do yourself a favor and just stop being like having this uh, this boxing mindset. Because the thing of the matter is the NHL would have made tons of money in the Olympics. Seriously, didn't you uh, see the uh, movie Miracle on Nice on Disney Plus or something like that? Literally, like the NHL will thrive in the Olympics. I think they would make more money from the Olympics. compared that to the All-Star game. Genuinely, I I don't know what the exact numbers are, but usually the only uh, place or the only organization that loses money in the Olympics is the city that's hosting it because they have to build like facilities, they got to build. Arenas, They got to uh, accommodate for all these countries coming in. But then again, it's in Beijing. So I think Beijing is well equipped to host the Olympics. So overall, guys, for anyone who's just saying like they just pulled um, the the NHL players out of the Olympics for a money thing and that um, the NHL was uh, only making money in the All-Star game. Do you seriously think the NHL makes more money in the All-Star Game compared that to the Olympics? I'm no expert in that, but I, I just logically thinking about that, I really don't know why people are so cynical all the time. Like, seriously. So, I'm not trying to offend anyone. I'm not trying to come at anyone's beliefs, but the All-Star Game should have happened, and I am glad that it did happen, Okay. And I'm glad that Jack Hughes represented it. And you know, like I said, I, I'm very disappointed that he went onto the COVID protocol. Nothing you could do about that, but. At the end of the day, it's just like I'm, I'm sure the COVID procedures will see less players like Jack Hughes going to the COVID protocol. So overall, look, yes, it's disappointing for a team like the New Jersey Devils because it seems like we can't catch a break. But at the end of the day, I, I, I even tweeted this out because, I'm I'm like I said, I'm very careful when I say that this was going to be a guaranteed win for the Devils. This was a winnable game for them despite Jack Hughes being out because I tweeted this out and I said – jack hughes being out is actually good timing this time around because we have to play the senators and we have to play the canadians teams that you don't really fear but then again it is the devil so Overall, very frustrating, and it could have Jack Hughes made a difference. Yes, absolutely, but at the same time, I, I don't think he could save um, he, he could save Nico Dawes. So let, we'll talk about Nico Dawes momentarily, but let's first talk about Dougie Hamilton because I have an update for you guys. He did not travel with the team because he is still not clear to have contact practice. I was hoping that he would be set to return against the Ottawa Senators. I was really hoping for it, but he is just not ready yet. We have not seen Dougie Hamilton for, like, what, over a month now? So uh, it's been a while since we've seen uh, arguably one of our best players on our team, and he and Ryan Graves actually put the Devils into better winning positions, according to Pucks and Pitchforks. I'll talk about that in a later episode, but Dougie Hamilton's impact and what he means to the organization, trust me. That, that does mean a lot. So there's another tweet that I saw during the course of the Devils and Senators game. Now, please take this with a grain of salt because I just saw this on a fans page. I'm not sure if this is true or not, uh, but Mackenzie Blackwood did not travel with the team, but he was seen in Ottawa. So maybe he's doing some other things with uh, maybe family, friends. I don't know what the case might be um so please take that news with a grain of salt i don't think that's true but i felt as though it was interesting enough to bring up so there's your update on Mackenzie blackwood Uh, i guess he's out and about so We'll see what happens, but I don't think he's going to return anytime soon for the New Jersey Devils. So let's talk about the goalie situation, shall we? So uh, Akira Schmidt was sent back down to Utica and they brought up Nico Dawes. Now, I felt as though that was a long time coming because I was saying constantly, look, Akira Schmidt, he's just not going to get the job done. Send him back down to Utica. Bring up Nico Dawes, and Nico Dawes didn't do any better. I don't know what you guys saw, but here's what I saw. I saw Nico Dawes make the exact same mistakes that Akira Schmidt makes, which is... He just lets up easy goals because he is not ready to be put into this situation. So I would have hated to see him go up against the Toronto Maple Leafs because he can't even handle the Ottawa Senators, like seriously. And when I'm looking at the replay, you know, there were some plays in which like I felt as though maybe just didn't go his way like for example in the second period uh i believe when nick holden got uh the the goal uh i felt as though that was goalie interference however skates were outside the blue paint so i guess that's a little controversial so i felt as though that was kind of a roadblock in nico dawes's eyesight but at the same time you know goalie interference was not called but when looking at the other goals uh scored upon nico dawes i just saw dawes just stand still like he was a deer in headlights like he just looked lost out there like Uh, There was a couple goals where he just stood as still as a statue, and he didn't know where the puck was. He just looked uh, like a deer in headlights, and it's just so ironic because uh, he and Akira Schmidt do so well for the Utica Comets, yet when they... Are brought up to the NHL, they, they can't even get uh, relatively close to that. I'm not saying they have to be lights out. I'm not saying that they have to take the league by storm, but can you play somewhat decent? It just looks like they're just like lost out there. They, they're just discombobulated. They're in la-la land. I could go on for hours, but at the same time, it's just like, can't you translate what you've been doing for the Utica Comets to the NHL level just a little bit? Just give us a quarter of that and you'll be good. Like I'm not saying you have to be lights out, but just be somewhat decent. And unfortunately, they're nowhere close to that and it's making me very nervous just because um the the devil's like i don't know how long uh mackenzie blackwood is going to be out we don't really have any official word on that but a- at the same time it, according to like alex Javansi, he'd be stunned if mackenzie blackwood returned at all during the course of the season so that has me a little concerned because alex Javansi is a legitimate source amongst the devil's personalities he writes for the hockey riders so um you know w- w- when studying that that makes me a little concerned so the fact that we have to play musical. Chairs with our goalies, it is just not the way to go right now. So Nico Dawes just out there looking completely lost, and it doesn't give us a chance to win. So the Devils were able to strike first, but the Senators scored four unanswered goals. And some of those goals, I was just like I said, Nico Dawes just looked like a deer in headlights. He looked completely lost. I get this was his first NHL game in a few months, but still at the same time, can you put up a better performance? I don't know. What's gonna happen in our next game against the Canadians? Like I said, the Canadians are not really a good team. But at the same time, no win is a gimme win for the New Jersey Devils at this point anymore. So overall for the Devils, this was just a very disappointing outing. It just seems like they have given up already. We still have plenty of season to be played. And like I said, we need uh, Dougie Hamilton back. We need Jack Hughes back. We need uh, Mackenzie Blackwood back because we've arguably lost two of our best players in Jack Hughes and Dougie Hamilton. It just seems like we can't catch a break. And I was just like, maybe against the Ottawa Senators and Montreal Canadiens, maybe we'll be just fine without those players because we can at least try water. We can't even tread water against the Ottawa Senators, in which they win 4-1. to Very frustrating, and I don't know what else to say about it, but goaltending has been an issue. So if you have bad goaltending, you have little to no chance of winning the game, because whatever you do, the other team is just going to answer back even harder. So, like, we just saw it. Like, the Devils were able to get a power play goal, thanks to Nico Heijer. Jesper Brock got an assist. Like I said, anytime that Jesper Brad or Jack Hughes uh, get an assist or a point or a goal, whatever the case might be, it's always a good day because they're averaging about a point per game but You know, even then, I'm getting a little sick of just saying that's the only positive aspect from the New Jersey Devils. Like, we we need to be able to just fight back, or just, I don't know what the case might be, but uh, if I'm Tom Fitzgerald, you got to make out the calls right now. You got to put out feelers. You got to see what you could potentially get. I'm not saying someone is lights out in between the pipes, but I'm saying, can we get somewhat decent? Please. Like, we we can't just keep having John Gillies and then playing musical chairs with Nico Dawes or Akira Schmidt. That's not a recipe for success. I don't know how much longer we're going to keep losing games, but for right now, we're on a seven-game losing streak. I remember being on a six-game losing streak just a couple months ago. I am honestly urging all of you to just, I don't know, tweet it out, bully Tom Fitzgerald, whatever the case might be, because I'm at my wits end because I'm getting tired of doing these types of episodes. I know you guys are tired of listening to them. I don't want to just rant about the Devils lose again. I want to talk about them winning. I want to talk about like how I talked about at the beginning of the year, like remember those games against the Chicago Blackhawks and also the Seattle Kraken in which the Devils were able to just put on a show and be somewhat entertaining. And Um, You know, like I said, if Dougie Hamilton was back and paired alongside Ryan Graves, then the Devils would be in a much, much, much better position. Would they be a playoff team? No, but they would be just on the outside looking in. So overall, this game for the Devils, just a disappointing loss. And like I said, this goes on goaltending. I don't know what else to say. But uh, some of those goals, just Nico Dawes looks like a deer in headlights. And he, he he and Akira Schmidt are just not ready for the NHL. And they should just remain in Utica. Like I said, they've been doing some fantastic stuff for the Utica comments, But for right now, it's just like, um, I don't know what else to say. I'm, I'm lost for words. And I'm really getting frustrated Uh, I know my buddy Neil from Devil's State of Mind said he is losing the urge to watch the Devils games. I'm losing the urge, but like I said, I'm trying my best to just remain optimistic about the team. But it is frustrating. But and look, guys, I get it. We could do a pity party episode. once again get because I am frustrated about the Devils and their overall uh, performance. And people are now talking about football. And there's only two teams remaining in the uh, in the playoffs, and it's the Super Bowl. So it, it, it is just uh, it, it is just a complete crapshoot for the Devils right now. And uh, like I said, I don't think we're in a position to be tanking because I think we're in a good position where we are right now if we're fully healthy but at the same time you know i don't think we should be sellers either so right now we're kind of in a we're kind of in a unique pickle so when looking at this game for the devils like i said very disappointing loss seven game losing streak Um, record falls to 15, 26, and five. So let's compare stats and I'll give you guys my overall final opinion. So shots on goal differential, 33 to 24 in favor of the Devils faceoff percentage. Devils, uh, won that category 59% to 41%. Power play. Devils capitalized on one power play. Senators capitalized on none. Um, I believe the last time we played the Senators, it we, only one team got a power play opportunity, and I think it was the Senators, and the Devils were able to kill it off, if I recall correctly, if my memory is good today. So whenever we play the Senators, don't expect a lot of uh, uh, power play opportunities by either uh, franchise. So hits forty-four to twenty-eight in favor of the Senators. Blocks twenty-seven to fifteen in favor of the Senators. Giveaways, Devils led that apartment 11-7. So, when looking at this game for the Devils, I think I've said what needs to be said. Uh, disappointing, uh, frustrating, seven-game losing streak. They're losing the fan base. They're losing pretty much Everyone. I don't know what else to, to say. I'm running out of adjectives to describe how bad this game was and how lethargic it is to watch the game, watch the highlights, and just break it all down. Um, I think the Devils need to trade it forward at the deadline and just see what they can potentially get. But Nico Dawes, um, he saw 24 shots, saved 20 of them, save percentage 833. I, I don't know what else to I don't know what else to say. We're playing musical chairs uh, in between the pipes, and that's not a recipe for success. It's a recipe for disaster, and the Devils are living proof of that. But keep in mind, the last time that Nico Dawes played in the game was against Calgary on October 26th. I believe that's when Scott Wedgwood or Akira Schmid, that's when they completely crapped the bed, and uh, Nico Dawes had to play uh, savior because we let up like four goals in period number one, if I recall correctly. So it, it seems like every week the Devils just play a worse game than they did the week prior or the months prior whatever the case might be but overall just not a good showing for the devils i'm proud of jack hughes for being an all-star i'm proud of him for participating in the breakaway challenge and doing relatively well i'm proud of jack hughes in general uh, disappointed that he's on the COVID protocol and i'm disappointed in his team that his team couldn't step up to the plate and just uh perform better so when looking at this game, I'm going to give the Devils a D plus because I don't want to just give them a failing grade because the issue is goaltending. And like many people have been saying on Twitter, when uh, you don't have a good goalie, you don't have a chance of winning the game. So overall, I I believe this loss is on Nico Dawes. Lindy Ruff tried calling a timeout, getting heated with his players. Didn't work. I, I don't know if he's lost the locker room or not, but I hope not. But at the same time, it's, the Devils are not in a good place. Once again, it, it seems like we're in a deja vu, uh, down memory lane kind of thing, and I just want to get out of it. So let me know what you guys think on uh, my Twitter page, at LockedOnDevils, at TreyMath4. What do you think about the Devils so far? Uh, do you think there's any chance they could turn their season around? Should they be sellers? Should they be tanking? Whatever the case might be, I'm curious to hear your guys' thoughts. And also, what did you think of All-Star Weekend Festus? So, uh, Continue to stay safe. Have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go, Devils. Thanks for listening to this episode once again, and I will catch you in the next one. Please win the next game, Devils. Please.